fellow challenge lovers, welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the Challenge universe, we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated Challenge Historian, Jacob Hollaball. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me today on this Friday, almost New Year's Eve day. By the time you're listening to this, maybe it is New Year's Eve. Maybe it's already you're in the future. You're in 2023. Either way, how I hope it is either a good, great New Year's for you or already was a great New Year's for you. And I hope you're starting 2023 off strong. We've got one final episode to get through before this podcast wraps up its year of 2022. Today, we are talking in fantasy casting fantasy cast for all stars for that's what's happening today a bunch of different versions to run through quickly before we get to what today is all about couple programming notes next week to start off the new year we will be of course covering rider dies on wednesday night as those episodes air we air the podcast immediately after so rider die on wednesday and then next friday we're going to keep this Fantasy Cast Friday thing going for one more week after this one because next week I am going to do the Challenge 39, Flagship 39, the next season of the Flagship. Who should be on that one? Today, I'm a little bit behind. Everyone else has already given their All-Stars for Fantasy Cast, so I'm kind of coming up in the rear on this one. So I'm going to get ahead of the game on telling you who should be on the next season of the Flagship version of the show. So that'll be next Friday. As for today, All-Stars for Fantasy Cast. Here's what's happening. Here's what's been going down in the challenge universe the last couple of weeks. As we've been watching some of the shows, we've been watching Ride or Dies, we started hearing that they were getting ready to film All-Stars 4. Casting calls started going out. We heard filming was imminent. We've gotten some of those casting details or spoilers pending. If you really are, you know, knee-deep in those or you stay away from even the casting spoilers, I assure you, there's only going to be really one that I'm about to say here that is uh, the, the only one I'll even share. So if you're someone who doesn't even want to hear casting-related type of spoilers, you know, uh, I will do my best to not really mention any of those other than this one I'm going to in the next 15 to 20 seconds. So feel free to skip forward if you don't want to hear any, any, any single thing. But they haven't even left yet. So it's not – there's nothing official. Everything could be reversed at any given time. But enough of them were out there and enough cast members were talking about them and most notably – we got the challenge community extremely, extremely upset. One of the only times I can remember unified challenge fandom coming together and be like, we all agree, this is bullshit. And that is that they gave Susie and Sarah best pals from the Brain Candy podcast, good old Susie Meister, Sarah Rice, two all-stars, two OGs, two legends of the game. They gave them the calls. We never thought Sarah, you know, Sarah, I think at different points has said she wouldn't ever do it again. And she didn't have it, certainly didn't have interest for a long time, but they gave her the call and she said that I would do it if you bring Susie too, which for some reason they hadn't even been calling Susie, which is its own set of problems because hello, like OG Hall of First Ballot Hall of Famer, amazing, like across the board competition show, the whole thing. Susie Meister is amazing. And so they got the calls, everyone got excited, and then they didn't get like the secondary calls or the like, we're going to actually take you type of calls. And it seemed to have fallen off. And Susie made that known, which got everyone riled up. And that led to everyone deciding, you know what? These people clearly can't do the casting the way we want them to. We're all going to do our own fantasy cast. So over the last couple of weeks, there's been a bunch of different people doing their version of fantasy cast. And I thought, you know what? 
I got to get in on this. This is too much fun. I got to do one myself. And so I sat down and, just, and, you know, instead of doing one, I ended up doing three. So we're going to go through three of them today. I've got three different versions. They are, I've got one version because, you know, I'm, let me step back here before I tell you what the three versions are. I'm just, I really, if I ever got the opportunity to help with casting for the challenge, which if any producers are listening, I, you unpaid consultant, honestly, happily i'll pay my own airfare lodging food everything to come to whatever office i need to to be in on the meetings that i want to be in on anything seriously free consultant i'm here give me a call dm me on instagram at challenge historian that's the easiest way to get in, in touch with me i'm not going to put my phone number here anyways that was way too long with that but if I was actually casting this, as we've talked at different times on this podcast, casting isn't just about getting the best possible names. It's also the mixture of who you're putting there, the kind of theme maybe you're coming up with, the different relationships you're putting into the fold. So as I started putting together my list, I was like, hmm, I kind of got a couple different ideas here, a couple different themes. So we've got three versions of my All-Stars 4 Fancy Cast that I'm going to share today and get your opinions on. The first one will be the true we want OG's spirit, what All-Stars originally the movement was meant to be, a true We Want OG's version of All-Stars 4. The second one is the best of the best. We'll explain that a little more when we get to it. And then the third one, after I did the first two, I was like, you know what? I didn't get to put some of the names on there that if I just purely was like, who are my favorite 24 people that I would want to see on this that also you know, pass the barrier of deserving to be on it in any way? where I didn't get all those people in there. So then I just did one that's purely my bias as a fan. That would be purely the best possible season for me, Jacob, to watch. And maybe others would agree with a lot of it or disagree with some of it. So three versions coming at you. And then hopefully I want to hear more of yours. If you're a fan out there, you haven't posted your own, feel free to do so. Send it over to me. If you're watching this on YouTube, comment below, you know, thoughts on my list versus what your list would be, what your entire list would be. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, any podcast platform, hit me up at Challenge Historian on Instagram. DM me, send me your list. Maybe I'll kind of do a little compilation of, you know, oh, I didn't say this name and three people sent me that. Like, you know, whatever. We'll get, we'll get you caught up maybe next week on some of y'all's ideas. So send those in. But that is what we're doing today. All-Stars 4 Fantasy Cast. Hopefully, maybe in the real world, the casting isn't official, but it sounds like filming is imminent, like sometime in January, more than likely, February at the absolute latest, so there's still time. I think we've been loud enough as a fandom that at least on that one mistake that I previously mentioned, those two would maybe they could reverse and invite those two women, and if not, uh, you know, at least maybe shake things a little bit up, because it sounds right now like All-Stars 4 is going to be... A lot of basically only people who have been on All-Stars 1, 2, and 3. And uh, all those people are fantastic and deserve to be there. But I'd like a little more spice, a little more new new blood in my All-Stars game. And that's what we're going to bring to you with these fancy casts. So let me hear your comments in below. DM on Instagram, wherever. Happy New Year to all of you. And thank you so much for being here. A full year, 2022, in the books when I'm done recording this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I appreciate you. Let's talk fantasy casting. First of three fantasy casts coming at you. And I got to say, this is this is the one. This is the one that if I, if I truly got a call, I truly got to be helpful in some way with the casting of All-Stars 4. This first one is the route I would go because this first one is all about 
getting to the root of what the original movement behind this show was. This started as the We Want OGs hashtag. It started as Mark Long saying, you know, how would you like to see some of the faces from way back when, especially those first 10 seasons where, you know, you can't watch those anymore, where those those folks started on television in the 90s, a lot of them and everything. So like way back, true, true OGs. That's what this fantasy cast that I've put together is all about. That's what I think that the next season of All-Stars should be, truly, if I actually had a say in it. This is what the one I would go with. The next two are fun. We're really great to put together. I think are really good ideas. But this first one, this is the money one. This is this is what would bring in the viewers. This is what would provide one of the greatest challenge seasons we've ever seen. So I call it All-Stars 4 Real World vs. Road Rules. OGs only. I know that's a long name. That's a mouthful, but real world versus road, G, road rules. OGs only. We're going back. We're doing straight up the classic, the original real world versus road rules team style season. And let me, before I get to the cast, who's on road rules, who's on team real world, let me quickly explain the format that would come with this real world versus road rules, two large teams. Male-female rounds for the first half of it. There would be a daily challenge where the winners bank cash. Yes, I would want them banking cash. The daily challenges for cash. There would be eight total daily challenges, each one worth a whopping $25,000. No $10,000 stuff we were working with in the early 2000s. No, $25K per daily, eight of them. That's 200 total. And then you have to go to the final to make the money. Each team after the daily picks one person from the other team, male, female, they, whatever it may be, to go into elimination. First four rounds of daily challenge and elimination are individual, one person. Next four are double, a male and a female, both times. That takes you from 22 cast members down to 10 cast members, 20, excuse me, 24 down to 12 to run the final. The final would then be worth $300,000, 500K up for grabs, 12 people getting to split that money somehow, some way in the end. And here are who those 12 people could possibly be because the teams would be made up of 12 each, total of 24. Let's talk team road rules. Obviously, team road rules, if there were a captain, would be led by one and only the godfather, Mark Long himself, would be a returning cast member to the All-Stars world. I'll highlight each person here who would be a returning cast member. He would be joined by road rules number two alum, Timmy Beggy. Then we got Theo Vaughn. Dan Setzler, Darrell Taylor, Shane Landrum, Veronica Portillo, Tina Barta, Katie Doyle, Rachel Robinson, Holly Shand, and Sarah Grayson, the queen of the gauntlet herself. That would be your 12-person road rules team. Of those, Mark, Darrell, Veronica, Tina, and Katie have done All-Stars before, so we got a solid mix of, you know, they'd have five vets to the All-Stars world, seven non Obviously, a few of those names would be a little harder to get than the others. There, I didn't explain this before, but the single rule I had when casting this was if there's zero chance, like truly zero chance that this could ever happen, I'm not going to include that person. I maybe will shout out that person at the end be like, you would think this person would be there, but it's 0% chance. If there's a 1% to 5% chance, like very, very low, stars would really have to line, but there is a small chance, then I'm going to include them and give you some alternate names at the end because I'm a good casting director. I got backup plans. I know that Theo Vaughn probably isn't going to say yes, no matter how big of a bag I'm able to get to offer to him, How no matter how much I plead and plead and plead and bug him and never leave him alone and up the dollar amount. He's probably a little too busy and a little not interested and probably not going to do it. Similar, 
Timmy Beggy, we don't know. This is the one that Mark's always been the most vague about. I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna do it. He knows about it. He knows it exists. I don't know if he's gonna do it. Um, and on the female side of the the Road Rules team, though, I think all these people are saying yes in a heartbeat. I think Veronica, Tina, and Rachel all here. The, the all three are going. We're all three there. Katie, will see, you know, she's done a couple seasons. I think she would say yes again. Maybe if she heard the rest of the group. Maybe not. I don't know. But she has different relationships with them all at this point. And then Holly Shandon, Sarah Grayson, two legends from early in the days sometimes sarah not forgotten because of the queen of the gauntlet thing but holly shand sarah rice before sarah rice anyone you know that how i feel about her so those would be your starter 12 but if you had to go alternates just a, a quick list of names for a possible alternates for this road rules team yes duffy could be there james orlando could we could get him a call adam larson could get a call emily bailey tara mcdaniel ayana coming back making her return to all stars so there's a quick six names if you gotta fill in fill in with those six they would be facing off with team real world led by the original real worlder himself, Eric Nice, would be in the building. He and Mark Long going at it on opposite teams for the first time. That would be a good, good thing to see. Fun times. Cyrus would, of course, be there. Dan Renzi would be there. Jamie Murray would be there. Tech Holmes would be there. Alton Williams, Ruthie, Trishel, Julie, Anissa, Beth, and Coral. And wow, that's a just heavy hitter after heavy hitter. Truly the ones that built this show. I mean, this list, again, one more time. Cyrus, Eric Nice, Dan Renzi, Jamie Murray, Tech, Alton, Ruthie, Trishel, Julia, Nisa, Beth, and Coral. Insane. True insanity. Truly highlighting between these two teams the, the, the ones that built this house, the one that built this franchise, that made this what it was, that provided us the incredible early seasons of this show that truly are incredible. I mean, I, I got the privilege of rewatching them this year and talking about them a bunch, but man. I don't even know that I did them justice of how good and how fun some of these early seasons are and how great a lot of these names on this here list are. Now, let's address the obvious in the building. Um, a few of these names would be tough to get, particularly Coral. We know Coral it, it would like to do the show, um, but it just with her career as a doula, it's very, very difficult. It's going to take a true borderline miracle of stars aligning like they've never aligned before to probably make it happen. We could all hope and wish for it. We'll see if it ever does. But I know we're probably not going to get Coral on this list. And I also know that Beth's going to immediately say no when she hears that Tina's on the other side and that Tina has all of her best friends there too. So we already saw she wasn't willing to do the last season of All-Stars in the same cast as her. She was willing to replace her though. Um, but probably Beth in the end says no as well. I think the other 10 names on this list all either say yes or have actively been on a season before have said they would do the show dan renzi has said he would do the show eric niece i think is willing depending on scheduling to do it and having him with the life he's living now in this house would be fascinating to say the least so the alternates on the real world side if we had to replace a beth or a coral or anyone really but really i was looking at i feel pretty good about the guys on this list they're all going to say yes they're all going to be there i think we might have to replace a beth and a coral so alternates heather b back from all the way real world new New York sway in the morning longtime MTV legend Heather B coming in Genesis from real world Boston Melissa from New Orleans Elka from real world Boston those are the kind of names I'm thinking of if we need replacements on the real world side so one final time 
Real World Road Rules, OGs only, All-Stars 4, Fantasy Cast, Team Road Rules led by Mark Long with Timmy Baggy, Theo Vaughn, Dan Setzler, Darrell Taylor, Shane Landrum, Veronica Portillo, Tina Barta, Katie Doyle, Rachel Robinson, Dolly Shant, and Sarah Grayson rounding it out versus Team Real World, Cyrus, Eric Neese, Dan Renzi, Jamie Murray, Tech, Alton, Ruthie, Trishel, Julie, Anissa, Beth, and Coral, the ones that built the franchise coming back one more time. Epic real world versus road rules for a whole bunch of cash, a whole bunch of pride, truly honoring those that gave us the franchise that we've now been watching and loving for 25 years at this point. It's, we're basically at 25. We're at 2023, 1998 start. That's 25 by my math. So pretty incredible. This would be the perfect season. This is the type of season I would want to see them do. Now for version number two. Way back when All-Stars 1 debuted, the first trailer, try to remember that wonderful, unbelievable moment in time during a very unfortunate and dark moment in time, you know, really deep in the pandemic here, but that beautiful, beautiful moment where you got the notification that a trailer had dropped for All-Stars 1. We couldn't be more excited, and the only thing that was wrong with that trailer was that inexplicably they decided to wrongly market All-Stars 1 as the best of the best, who's going to be the greatest challenge champion of all time. That type of wording and saying, and they were making TJ say that in that first ever trailer, they quickly and thankfully switched it up from that very quickly in the kind of verbiage being used throughout the season and the way it was marketed and narrated and everything. They got away from that because they realized that wasn't what that season was in any way, nor should it have been. And so they got away from it. But it always has kept me thinking that obviously one of the seasons that fans forever had wanted to see is when we talk about who are the best players of all time, who are the best of the best, and they didn't always all go up against each other at the right time, or you know there was two or three of them here, but then like the other those they never went up against this person, and this person never went against this person, and this person only did three seasons, and this one's done twenty one. So like, how do I compare that? All of that. What if we could have a shot to put that to rest, or at least some version of it to rest by allowing whatever version of these people is left in twenty twenty three to all stand in the sand together, take the field together, and compete against each other as one collective. So. This is, if they went back and reused that marketing language from All-Stars 1, inexplicably wrong, and said, the best of the best, who is the greatest female male player of all time, who is the GOAT of the challenge, this would be the season for them. This would, of course, be an individual-style season. We're calling it the best of the best. It's easy as that. I don't want to do the who's the GOAT, whatever, the GOAT season, whatever, uh, anything like that. Just best of the best. All-Stars 4, best of the best. Simple, easy to market, done. Individual season, dual style rules. Dailies can be individual dailies or partner dailies, and you can pick every single time, whatever you want to do. But you do the daily challenge. There's always, whether it's individual or partner, a male and a female winner of that daily. Those two together start the draft order, and we do a dual style draft until two people are left standing. Those two are going into elimination. They get to pick their opponents. And the winners of that daily also get to pick the order at the next challenge, like straight up just the dual one and dual two. They basically did the exact same both times. Dual style format all the way through male elimination, female elimination each time, not drawing cards for the elimination. Let's let's mix up the eliminations a little bit more, um, although you could if you pick the right ones, maybe did five. Uh, you could do that if you want. $500,000 to the male winner, 500K to the female winner, a million dollars on the line. The challenge, All Stars 4, best of the best. Here 
is the cast that would make this up. On the female side, and these are in order of kind of when they entered the world of the challenge, when they state their claim to one of the best to ever play the game. We got Veronica, Ronnie Martin, Ruthie, Susie Meister, Rachel Robinson, Jody Weatherton, Evelyn, Sarah, Laurel, Cara Maria, Emily Schramm, and the GOAT of All-Stars coming in versus all the other possible GOATs of the flagship. John A., of course, is there to defend her crown. Possible alternates for this list, a Tori Hall. She's not going to say yes, but, you know, she's got to be kind of mentioned. Coral, again, is an alternate here because I, I doubt that she would be available. But if she was available, she can take someone's spot. I don't know who, but she could take someone's spot right away if she says yes. You could throw in a Jillian, a Kellyanne, an Aviv, a Kendall if you really needed to get down into some extra. But these top 12, I kind of view off the top of my head as, you know, 12 of the fiercest competitors we've ever had on the female side. So one more time, Veronica. Ronnie, Ronnie, two-time champion. I We got a little love for Ronnie with her coming back on All-Stars recently, but we need some more respect put on Ronnie's name. So she's back. Ruthie, Susie, Rachel, Jody, Evelyn, Sarah, Laurel, Cara, Emily, and John A. That, that, that is stacked. That is just, that is the best of the best. And on the male side, we've got the same. We've got Jamie Murray, the original three-time champion. We've got Alton. We've got Darrell, the original four-by-four champion. We've got Abram, CT, Derek, Brad, Landon, Wes, Tyler, Johnny, and Jordan, who is the only one that kind of comes from a different era of the show, but he's already been on All-Stars 3. I'll make the slight exception to include him here because, again, I also think we can get him and he'll do the show. So that list, again, would be Jamie Murray, Alton, Darrell, Abram, CT, Derek, Brad, Landon, Wes, Tyler Duckworth, Johnny Bananas, Jordan Wisely. Alternates would include Mark Long, Theo Vaughn, Dan Setzler, Timmy Beggy. Dan would do this show. So he's probably the first alternate if one of these 12 I've named can't do it, won't do it, shouldn't do it, whatever. Uh, if I'm missing some people that maybe shouldn't be on the list, I don't know, for any reason. Dan would definitely do it. You could slide him in. He would be deserving to get a shot. Mark Long would, of course, deserve to get a shot. Theo and Timmy should be there. They're top 10 possible players of all time in my mind. But, again, they're probably harder to get. I would have felt like I was filling out the alternates to say here's who would take Theo and Timmy's spot when they didn't come. So, I think these 12 we got would be the best representation of the 12 best players and or resumes of all time on the men's side, throwing down, seeing who is the best of the best with one little little curveball in there because there is one name from that first fantasy cast we did and in this one that belongs, that should be a part of them, but just has no chance of ever being a full-time cast member on a season, but... I've said for a long time, and I don't understand how it hasn't happened yet, it would be very easy, not very easy, but doable, and they would be interested in a quick one-off appearance, fly me in, let me make a little appearance, let me be a mercenary if possible, and then fly on out to get back to my incredibly busy schedule being a WWE superstar, champion, reality star, everything else that Mike the Miz Mizanin is doing these days because obviously in that first casting we did, Mike is one of those that built the show as well. He should be there, but you know, I didn't even mention him because he fell in that 0% role. He had no chance of being a full-time cast member, but I got to mention him here because if we did this season, I don't know who I would bring in on the female side for a mercenary, and so I need to come up with that name if I'm going to say this season would involve one round of mercenaries, but Mike 
we, he could fly in for, he would have, he'd have to be there for 24 hours. That's nothing. He would love it. He would light up the screen. It would be insane. Bring Mike, the Miz in as a mercenary and make him, you know, get him to get, do two nice elimination rounds. Let him pick what would be the best case scenario for you. What, what one do you want to do? You want to do a headbanger? Great. Do you want to do just be like, actually we're going to do like just a straight up tangram puzzle. Like, boom, done amazing whatever it wants to be have mike come in as a mercenary i'll figure out maybe maybe it's miz and coral maybe it is like coral we can't get but like can we fly you down for a day to film with your old pal mike and you don't even have to be a mercenary you can be you know we just have you guys host a daily challenge or something or make an appearance at the house i don't know but that would be pretty incredible if you could get miz and coral just make an appearance together to fit those schedules throw that in there but the best of the best this would be some one hell of a season. This is if they want to lean into that competition side that they seem to always want to lean further and further into, even against the best wishes of some of the fans. There you go. This is your chance to do it. Go full best of the best. I think you could get damn near all 24 of these names we've put down to do so. And if not, it would only take a couple of alternates sliding in there, which we've got some alternates worthwhile. It would be just a wild, crazy, unbelievable season. And, I think I think Jordan would probably win. I think Jordan would probably win. And on the women's side, I think part of me says Rachel would win on the women's side because she's got she would maybe have some of the better align alliances in the house and then obviously has the physical abilities to win still. I don't know though. I'm a little torn on that side. Laurel Cara would be tough. Emily Schramm would be really tough. It it would really come down to who who's got the alliances, but on the men's side, for some reason, actually Jordan would have no chance of winning. All these people would be go against him number one first. Men's side, would CT get to finally un, you know, end the debate and win? I Maybe, possibly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's too, it's too stacked. You let me know. If this was the roster, who do you think takes home the title? Third and final version then, because I just can't help myself. There's a couple names I really want to see on All-Stars that didn't fit in either of my two previous themes. So this version will do it super fast. This is just simply... Jacob's biased All-Stars 4 fantasy cast. This is All-Stars 4 made for explicitly for the pleasure of one individual by the name of Jacob Hollaball. Thank you for being a historian of our show. Here is a season designed exactly to your liking and exactly to the cast you want to see. So that's what this is, as selfish as I could possibly ever really be, while also trying to be fair to, you know, Self, my selfish people that I want to see are you know, almost exclusively some of the biggest names. Almost all the names have been said before in one of the previous two castings. So, you know, it's not like I'm going real, real, real off the radar here. But in a couple spots, I maybe am. The female side, my female cast, it would stay at 12 people. I don't know what the format would be. I don't really care. I just want to see these 24 people in a group in an all-stars house together. I think it would be a really good time. Women's side. I want Jen back. Jen with two ends, real world Denver Jen. I know that maybe her political leanings are not going to allow her. I think she was getting a call for all the real All Stars for. I don't know, um, but uh, I know maybe some. You know, there may be reasons that they don't want her on the show. Which, whether I, I even if I disagree with all of the things they're pointing out, uh, I want her on the show, and I don't think that should be a reason for to not bring someone on the show because you don't agree with their politics. I think that could lead to some interesting stuff in the house. And uh, she's always one way back when that would not hold her tongue. So I want Jen there. I want Cara Maria there. I want Laurel there. I want Teresa there. I just really want Carl Laurel and 
Teresa, all three together, fresh meat two vibes, all, you know, going real, real strong. I want Johanna there. I want Coral, Tina, Veronica, and Rachel there. The, you know, the, the four goats on the female side, the original, you know, if there was just a Mount Rushmore female faces that built this show to begin with, I want those four there. Same as I wanted them for the original first fantasy cast. I want Sarah Rice and Susie Meister there, and I want Evelyn there. So this one is basically a combination of the true OGs, the best of the best, plus Jacob wants Johanna, Teresa, and Jen there. So that's really what the female side of this is. On the men's side, it's a little, a little more, a little more eclectic group. But I want Adam King. I love Adam so much. I want Adam King in the All Stars Fort House. He would be one of my, one of my top choices on the men's side in in the real world of like really, really, really wanting him to get a call. I want Dan Setzler there. I want Theo Vaughn there more than anything else. I know it's not going to happen, but this last one is just purely. I'm not even offering alternates. It's just purely me. So I want Adam King. I want Dan Setzler. I want Theo Vaughn. I want Timmy Beggy. I want Mark Long to be in the house with all of these wonderful people. I want Shane Landrum. I want Landon. I want Tech to come back in. I want Sean Duffy, another one that they're never going to allow do it. He is a Fox News spokesperson. He's a former Republican Congress member. It ain't going to happen, but damn it. Him and Rachel met on season one on the challenge and are married to this day and have children that are the of age to possibly come be the first ever, you know, second generation challengers from a family. They're the first family of the challenge. And so I would want I want to see Sean come back on. I don't I don't care that he works for Fox News and whatever. I just it would be fun. It would be interesting. And then it would give Jen a friend and they would be able to be partners if there was had needed to be partners or something like that. I want Tyler Duckworth. I want Ace to come back for another round of all stars. And I want David Burns to be there as well. I love David. So Adam King, Dan Setzler, Theo Vaughn, Timmy Beggy, Mark Long, Shane Landrum, Landon Luck. Tech Holmes, Sean Duffy, Tyler Duckworth, Ace Amerson, David Burns. That is the men's side of my extremely biased fantasy cast. So if I could get some version of, you know, just all folks who I've named in one of these three fantasy casts, I would be a happy and delighted fan member. What about you? What say you? What is your, who's, who's your top three males, top three females you're dying to see in an all-stars house? That are realistic. We all know, you know, you don't need to tell me you want to see Coral. We all want to see Coral. You don't necessarily need to tell me that you, you know, want to see Mike the Miz. We all, we all want to, maybe you do, because maybe not everyone wants to see Mike the Miz. I certainly do. Uh, but who's your top three male, female? Who's your full fantasy cast list? What's your fantasy cast theme for an All Stars Four challenge? What, what, what direction would you like to see? Do you want to see them do a full blown Rivals season? Do you like having the newer school people on there, or do you like me be like, no? Do a real world versus road rules. Do an old school battle of the season style, something like that. Let me know. Comments below if you're watching on YouTube. DM me at Challenge Historian on Instagram if you are just listening to the audio version. But either way, let me know your thoughts, opinions on mine, your own, in the challenge in general. Let's chop it up. And with that, we end 2022. So happy New Year's to everyone out there listening. If you've already celebrated, if you're about to celebrate tonight, have a great, amazing time. Kick off 2023 with an absolute bang. Go into the year, set big goals, achieve them. You're wonderful. You're great. You can do it. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. It means the world. If you drop a five-star rating, it would mean two worlds. It would double up how much of the world it would mean to me. So rate, review, subscribe, follow, all of those kinds of things. Hit the download. DM me on Instagram. Let's talk challenge. Thank you so much. I hope your year was great. I hope your next year is even better. I'll talk to you in 23.